Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Joining us now in studio to talk about Doubt, a parable, Timothy Koh, the director, and Nyo Sui Lin, famous, famous Singaporean actress. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Great to have both of you with us. How are you both doing? Okay, okay. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty wonderful this bright yeah. and early Saturday yeah. morning. Yeah. I know. Thank early you so for much for coming. Guys. We know you theater people don't generally get yeah, up this early guys, on guys. Saturday, but it's, it's all we can do. Really also, really we've just it. we've just closed up in the rehearsal room, and uh, the crew are hard at work bumping into the theater. Oh, great! Yeah, so actually, it's our day off. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you think of a better place to be? Yes, spending we're the, very, the beginning very happy of it. to be here with Dorian and, uh, and Neil here. And I just this. want to put it out there: we do have a couple of legends in the studio, so do. WhatsApp us any questions you want us to ask at 88550893. Timothy, let's start with you. Let's give us an overview of the play. What's it about? So Doubt is set in the 1960s um, in the Bronx in New York City. And it's about a principal of a school and a nun who begins to suspect the priest of the school of acting inappropriately towards one of the children and about her quest to... Boy, that would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> never. Yeah, what um, a far-fetched plot that is. Totally, totally. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Yeah, no, yeah. And, you know, it's about her quest to kind of prove, prove herself right. Yeah. In many ways. Yeah. 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 So it's not about that. I mean, yeah. it's not about what we talk about, you know. It's not like Spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, really, it's not about that. It's, it's because people go, oh my God, such a heavy plate. No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's actually more about search, about certainty. You know, mm-hmm. about how you stick to what you believe in, even if sometimes you, you want to prove your point, even if sometimes you're not sure anymore yeah. that that's right, yeah. you know. And I think that's very relevant today, isn't it? Especially yeah. in this day of the internet. And Absolutely. The, yeah. yeah. I mean, your role is a very famous role. I mean, famously played by Meryl Streep yeah. in the Oscar-nominated movie. No, no pressure there. No, <laughs> no pressure. Hey, come on up. Meryl Streep is no Neil Sweetland. Yeah, exactly. Let's, oh, come on, Neil. Let's get it Oh, right. Neil. <laughs> that's sweet talk. I know, I'm so sweet. But what is it, in all seriousness, what is it that attracted you about this role? I mean, for sure, uh, for me, I grew up in a, I was educated by convent nuns, you know, from Mm. kindergarten up to primary school, secondary school, and I even went to the Catholic Junior College. I'm uh, uh, born and bred Catholic. So uh, it's close to my heart. I mean, these nuns do really dedicate their lives to teaching children Mm. and, uh, you know, how much they loved us and how much they... I mean, I actually give all credit to Sister Josephine um, mm-hmm. and her own, her real life sister. They're both Irish nuns from Kerry. Um, and they, you know, they, they, they both taught me. They were both very different. One of them was Sister Josephine was very much the, the arty one. You know, she rode the bicycle. She played the guitar and she was very, very forward in her thinking mm. because in the, in the seventies, uh, when Jesus Christ Superstar came out, you know, she let us hear it and wow. we were all going, wow. you know, we that, loved that it. That was very controversial. Yeah, when it very came controversial out. because, yeah. you know, people were objecting to basic things like, Hosanna, hey, Zana, yeah. Zana, Zana, hey, you know, <laughs> and calling Jesus Christ JC and stuff like that, yeah, right? It, was, it was seemed to be very disrespectful yeah. by many. Yeah. But she, you know, she was very, very forward thinking and her real life sister, who was also a sister, Sister Dolores. So we called Josephine and Dolores, we called them affectionately Dodo and Jojo, oh. right? So Jojo was really. <laughs> You know, that kind of like all about art, dancing, singing. And uh, Dodo was the strict one. She was the one that 
took us through um, speech and drama classes. We had people coming, lecturers, uh, examiners coming from Dublin, from Trinity College, wow. you know, from age seven, eight, nine, we did all that, you know, pretending to be at the sea and picking seashells. That kind of stuff. I still remember all that. Huh. And, I, and I credit them both totally for, for, you know, what I do today. I think so. It's important to you to reflect that in your performance to show nuns and their teaching in a different light, a more empathetic light. Yeah, I think so, and I think there are, there are two nuns in this. Hey. <laughs> yeah, there, there are two nuns. So one is one is uh, the nun that Sweelin plays, which is the the principal and and traditional and the strict. Uh, the strict nun, um, and then there's another nun uh, who is much younger, played by uh, Ching Shuyi, and she is the the younger nun who is perhaps a little bit more relaxed or trying to f- find her way as a kind, caring uh, teacher to to guide her students. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. When you think about putting this play on one that's that's so famous, Timothy, I mean the. The, the pressure of time and history and everything else must be there. And, and just to remind people, if you've just joined us, we're talking with Timothy Coe, the director of Doubt, A Parable, and also Neo Sween Lin, the actress, uh, lead actress in that uh, play as well, uh, coming up here at Pandemonium. But when you look at that, that pressure of history on this particular uh, piece... How do you deal with that? You know, I mean, do you just say, "Look, I'm, I just got to run my own race here. I got to do my own interpretation and, and and take people through," or are you looking for cues from past productions? Yeah, I think for for me, this is actually a piece that's been close to my heart for for a long time. Hmm. I, I, why I, is from, that? Why for is more that? than ten years, I think I, I when I first watched the movie, I was like a teenager, hmm. and I was just so blown away by the the text, the storytelling, and how. It makes each character sit in uncertainty and doubt, so to speak, and mm. and it's so well constructed as a piece of writing. Okay, um, and in terms of like bringing in our own production and doing our own version of it, we've whichever way we kind of swing it, we're always going to come up with our own interpretation. And I think the strongest new thing that we've done with this piece is that the theatre is in the round. So the audience is sitting all around and the actors are in the centre. And as far as I know, most productions of this have been done in the traditional proscenium theatre. And the reason why I wanted to set it in the round was... Uh, firstly, to make a more uh, challenging performance oh, for, <laughs> for, um, for our actors, but also because um, when you sit in the round, the audience faces each other. Sure. And you can kind of see each other. And it's almost, it's, it's almost like a gladiator ring. Let's hope the result isn't the same for you, <laughs> uh, Sweetland. contextualizes the piece. We don't need almost. any blood on the stage in yeah. this one. <laughs> Every, everybody, everybody gets a chance to fight. Yeah. <laughs> everybody dies at some point. Yeah. It's a battle of wills. That analogy aside, it is interesting you're doing it yeah. in, in the round. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's very exciting for yeah. us. Yeah, it's, I don't think something's been done like, well, I certainly haven't done something like this for 40 years. Wow. Yeah, it's Exciting. And how do you find it's it? Terrifying. Doing it, in the round? Yeah? it is scary, and we <laughs> we don't know yet because so far when we've been rehearsing, there's never been um, everybody. There's never been all sides filled. Yeah. You know, oh. when we go into the theater, uh, that's going to be a big challenge. And of course, I mean, I, I talk about this uh, a little bit. Um, I am a little vertically challenged compared to every everyone else, <laughs> so I, I am terrified that uh, uh, like I can't block people. You know, I can't. Even if I stand in front of it, I can't block. I can't block Jason. I can't block Shui. They're think, all a hit taller I, I than me. I don't know if I can just put it. I think your presence, yeah. you, can, you can make yourself <laughs> just about as big as you want, oh, quite honestly. You're like a, a Dustin Hoffman was tiny, but it's the stature. You know, you're, you're taller than Tom Cruise. You know. 
<laughs> it's your stature. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no problem there. No problem. With that. And a, a question for both of you. You know, as you know, it's a famous text, as you mentioned, set in 1964, the Bronx. So mm-hmm. it's a U.S. or it was initially a U.S. story. Mm-hmm. How do you think it will resonate, or why is it relevant mm. to Singapore audiences? Mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, it you know, even though it's set in that time. Today, I think there's crazy uncertainty, isn't there? Yeah. Huh? I mean, like, I, I tend to think, like, somewhere around the 2000s, we were all confused. Remember, we were all so frightened of Y2K, mm. right? Mm. right? And then everything kind of settled. It was okay. Oh, very good. Like, around 2010, 2010, everything was perfect. Yeah. It was okay. We had a little glitch with SARS, right? Around 2008. <laughs> and, and then... Now, COVID, right? And then we have also Donald Trump. You know, we have so much crazy things, uncertainty. A lot of, of angst. Course, yeah, think, yeah, yeah. But of course, you know, change is the only constant in life, right? And But sure. for change to happen, there has to be a little bit of chaos, right? Mm. So I think in this day and age, especially, I don't know if you guys have been watching the COVID summit. I've been watching hours and hours and hours of that, you yeah. know, and then listening to all these things that that you know about how the coronavirus was developed you know already in the year you know what year and they were applying for patents for it and you don't know what to believe there's so much yeah. information out there um and uh, there is so much i've been saying this i don't think that uh, i trust anybody who says they can say anything with full certainty mm. in this day and age. Mm. We live yeah. in an age of doubt. We yeah, do, don't we? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, yeah. and I'd like to bring up something. I mean, you know, you know, we've been we've been executing men uh, this year. We've just executed uh, Tangaraya Supaya um, over cannabis. Um, I, I, I'm not saying that it's uh, that we should free criminals, but I think we should question question the death penalty. Does it really work? And I would like to see that. I would like to see that question. I'd like to people to ask those questions and not just say, oh, we don't want to end up like Canada or you know, end up like America. You know, we do, we need to ask these questions when we're taking, executing lives um, where they don't have a chance, where they are uh, presumed guilty of trafficking and they have to, they have the onus to give themselves, prove themselves innocent. Yeah, yeah. we're talking with uh, Neo Sui Lin and Timothy Ko. Timothy's directing the new play called Doubt a Parable and Sui Lin is the lead actress. This this play, uh, to, Neil's, to Neil's point, what what do you feel? What do you feel is relevant? This is nine, having nineteen sixty four in the Bronx, right? This this play. What is what is now going to be relevant today? Um, in addition to to what uh, Sui Lin was just saying, for people that go to watch this, what will I, they, what or what do you hope they get from it? Let's I, put it that way. Well, I hope that as an audience, that people actually disagree with what the conclusion of the play is. Oh, mm. nice. And um, I hope that people come out being unsure whether they should believe the nun who was accusing the priest or the priest who was claiming his innocence the entire time. And we've actually spent a lot of time working dramaturgically in the room to ensure that at each point in time that there is a high level of ambiguity um, to the storytelling. Because I believe, like, as characters, all the four characters in the piece, all of them, to some extent, are trying to do the best they can and the best right moral thing to do. Yeah. It just so happens to be that, that what they do with the moral compasses they're provided is different. So they're not sure what to do in <laughs> a tough situation. Isn't that the way situation. it always is in life, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I hope that when people, you know, after the show, yeah. they get a drink, you know, they disagree with their friends and family about who was right. And, they, and they're not sure. 
Um, and I think that level of discomfort mm. is what I hope to kind of elicit from the audience. Is there a post-show dialogue or anything? Do you do We anything? have one post-show dialogue coming. No. We do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's news to sweet It's news to sweet I would love to hear the, the audience. The, the really, stars are always the last to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you watch it, you know, you, you really, I mean, well, I don't know if you guys have seen the film, but have, really yeah. there is yeah. like, you know, you don't know who's right. Yeah. Yeah. You really don't know who's right. And the person yeah. who's the most certain, yeah. uh, you know, that famous last line I, yeah. Tim, Tim, Tim talks about that amazing no, no spoilers now no yeah, spoilers yeah, 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 of course <laughs> it, I, no spoilers but you know as Suilin says it, to me it is the most iconic kind of closing lines in all of American playwriting I, oh. I really truly believe mm. that and, wow. and, and Suilin brings it with such gusto and, 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 and emotion and vigor that it's so wonderful to watch her in the room um, every, every day when we oh, rehearse nice. brilliant so here's the, yeah. the deep sort of cheen question if you like about this play because as I remember it the 12 year it's the young boy the yep. first black boy he goes in there develops a relationship close relationship with the father the mm-hmm. priest and the nuns suspect something may be going on so what is the message you are hoping that we think about as Singaporeans that we should question everything challenge everything because the flip side to that isn't it that in this council culture mm-hmm. we're cancelling everybody yeah, so yeah, do we yeah. do we want the priest figure to be cancelled is that what we're saying or do we want us just to not be afraid to speak up what are your thoughts on that? I think I think that's it. That's it. Not be afraid to speak up, you know. Mm. Um, but but at the same time, you know, don't be so certain of yourself. That's what I mm. think, mm. you know. And I've been saying this in, at the end of the day, especially when it comes to the internet. You write things which you would not do if the person was standing right in front of you. 100%. You know. So I think that sometimes it's more important to be kind than to be right. Yeah. Mm. Great you point. Know? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And and I I think that the the play really approaches this idea of rightness and wrongness from this element of where do you begin and where are you where are you going with your argument? Mm-hmm. What what is the kind of mm-hmm. end point? What is the goal of what you are trying to do with your argument? And and you know we talk about the relevance of, of this play uh, um, compared uh, now versus when it came out. I think the play first premiered in two thousand four. You know before social media really became what it was before this idea of cancel culture really came up, right? And and yeah. and I think it was weirdly prescient, and it kind of weirdly kind of presaged this idea of like how we have started accusing people or not accusing people and how we defend each other um, and which is why I think actually staging this play today raises some really new questions hmm. um, that perhaps weren't as visible in 2004 when the, when the play first premiered. Nice. Great point. Yeah. You know, we've had Adrian uh, Pang and Tracy Pang on many times uh, during the course of the pandemic talking about you know, obviously, pandemic and how it's inter- you know interfered with the uh, with the, the the drama world here. Uh, wh- how do you guys feel about where we're at post COVID right now with the theater scene? Uh, you know, you guys, SRT, Wild Rice, everyone's you know putting on new plays now, and and but it still is we're still not back to where we were pre COVID. Uh, it's my understanding. But what's your perspective on that, Sweelin? It's like a it's like a restart, renew, refresh, yeah. isn't it? Huh? Mm. Like you're seeing people at the theater now that you didn't used to see before. Yeah. Uh, and then they also just because people were so happy to be released from prison <laughs> <laughs> and seeing friends that you haven't seen probably in three well, or four years, too. right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And and I mean, going to the theater was exciting as well because you know the previously during when we we first started to open up, the saddest thing was like having a play, but then seeing like you know people being separated from each other, right. like you know that half house thing going. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> mm. Takes away from the communal spirit of yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. now you feel you feel better. 
better about yeah. what's happening now? I, I think Tim? we're I think we're definitely on the upward trajectory. Um, it was it's been a tough couple of years, I yeah. think, and and I think for everyone, the companies, um, the freelancers who we hire to to work with us, um, our tech team. You know, we there was a lot of talent drain during COVID because mm. a lot of people in the millennial generation had to leave the theater because they had to go and find something else to do. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's 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 been picking up, and I'm really glad that that we're back and we're we're really in such a great space to to make theater today. Nice, in Final word. Yep. You must have the final word, <laughs> as always. No, final K- word in the play. Final for, word here for, for Casey and I, right? You know, I, you know, because you guys K- have K- got you guys got got us in before. You know, we're doing the Neokalelims and we've been streaming during the whole COVID thing, yeah, right? right? We've been having the Neokalelims Social Club. What what has been amazing is during COVID, we made a lot of new online friends that mm. now we've met, right? Mm. We've met, mm. and they're coming to the theater to watch nice. us. Mm. So for anyone listening from the Neokalelim Social club thank you so much <laughs> and i never even asked her a question <laughs> neil yes, you yes. should know better we don't need to ask a question twitch.tv slash the all right <laughs> folks we have to leave it there timothy co director so much, of doubt a parable and neo sui lin actress the lead actress in doubt a parable that is uh, happening the 2nd to the 18th of june at the Singtel Waterfront Theater at Esplanade, there is an IMDA rating advisory of 16. So get online, get your tickets, get down, support the theater. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks, guys. Thank you for having us. Awesome. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.